while igniting a push for diversity of thought, there are a few hidden issues that you should be aware of. The biggest issue you should be aware of is the human behavior shift of the leaders that will be taking in the flooding of ideas and new thoughts, aka the diversity of thoughts. It's very tough for leaders to appreciate new ideas because it interrupts the subconscious. It throws them off. Leaders have the habits and the best practices connected to speed. Now, speed is connected to the subconscious and many of the subconscious variables that are in the mind of a leader. They protect. They have ego around. They don't want any interruption of that subconscious, any interruption of that ego, any interruption of that speed. So they repel new ideas. Leaders need to remain patient and appreciate the frustrations and embrace them and lean into them. Lean into the new ideas, lean into the curiosity, lean into all the variables that come along with new ideas and new ways of thinking, not only giving their team a humanistic boost in emotion, but giving the organization objective opportunities to scale. That was a little bit of a ex- um, little bit of a snippet or excerpt that I wrote many, many months ago. And it was connected to a lot of the operational variables that organizations could be putting in place when it comes to DE&I. And number one, I can unpack that in layman's terms for you here now. But I do want to kind of talk about a way that leaders can tangibly avoid some of the mishaps and some of the mistakes and the variables connected to the diversity of thought. Unpacking that statement, it is true that the subconscious drives off of thoughts insights and education that the mind already understands and is comfortable with and the ego has the ego has verified right that is true and it is true that as human beings we often repel new ideas because we don't want to disrupt tangible things that we need to get done inside the organization it can be in a marketing department it can be in engineering it can be in sales it can be in anything but It is also equally true, excuse me, that a plethora of new ideas that that, that comes into an organization, that comes into a team, can give the organization an opportunity to innovate, stay ahead of the curve, and make product as well as services, as well as execution abilities and processes internally better. So how do we fix this? What do we do? If a leader doesn't want new ideas coming into the organization or new ideas coming into the team because they think it's because it's going to slow them down, that's really not true. It's partially true, but it's really not the the variable. The variable is they don't want those new ideas coming into the team and the organization and frankly, their own mind, because many times the ideas that are being presented are not good. And it's very frustrating for a leader to analyze and think about and strategize on ideas that are not good and that are not connected to productivity, connected to the product, connected to the service, connected to the values that are structured in the organization and connected to success. And so what do we do? I think leaders can take responsibility for this. I do not think it is employees' fault for not having great ideas and bringing those great ideas to the table. Here's a solution. Here's a really, really helpful and beneficial and impactful solution. I have thoughts. Let me expand on those thoughts. What you can do, what you should do, what you ought to do is the following. 
I believe it is an, a leader's job, whether you do it in an all hands meeting once a week, <clears throat> whether you write up a long, thorough, you know, uh, email or have a Google Doc that's shared, or whether you have one-on-one -on -one conversations, I don't care how you do it. But I believe there's a couple of var <clears throat> variables of the mind of the leader and the objective direction of the organization that employees should know that can fill the employee's context as well as their subconscious. Little interruption, let's get back to the show. Sorry, they had a, had a phone call coming in that interrupted the podcast feed. So what I was saying is as a leader, if you can share as much information about your, 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 your internal working, the processes, the way that you're thinking, the way that you're working, decisions that you have not made yet, what you're thinking through, directions and strategic focuses of the organization and or the team and or the product roadmap and or the service and or, again, the focuses that the company is going to be really locking in on. If you can share insights more honestly, more empathetically, more transparently, and more consistent with your team members and giving them all of the goods, giving them all of the details and the information and make it clear to them like, look, before you present any ideas once a month in the all hands and all hands meeting, before you share any ideas that are going to be in a shared Google Doc for me to review, here's a lot of context around where I am emotionally, where I am strategically, where the company is strategically, where the product or the service is strategically in the current moment, because you need this context to be able to make honest and productive feedback and suggestions. And only then, once you've reviewed this information, can you and should you and will I review any new ideas that are coming forth? If a company does that, if a leader does that, if a team has a process and a policy and an understanding built around that, a lot of good can happen. A lot of good can happen because inevitably what will start to occur is the ideas and the inbound of the ideas will be that much better, that much sharper, that much more dense that much more valuable because the subconscious of the idea generator, AKA the employees will be that much stronger, that much more rich. They will have a deeper understanding of where the company is, where the product is, where the service is, how the, how the leader thinks, what's on the mind of the leader, what's coming up for the leader that has not been privy to the team before that document was put together, or that email was outlined or that conversation was had. And so if a leader can build this into their internal communication strategy, a lot of good can happen. A lot of good. And so if you do this, I don't believe that the large percent of leaders now, I believe the large percent of leaders will, I believe that number will decrease if the large percent of leaders are saying, I don't want to generate new ideas, I don't want to hear about new ideas, or maybe if they're not saying it verbally, their actions are showing their employees that they do not want a diverse diversity of thought. I believe that will change if the employees are presenting better ideas. Because I will admit, a lot of employees present a lot of bad ideas because they don't have the layered context. If you can provide and have processes connected to the layered context, Everyone can win. Thanks so much. And to add a few thoughts to this episode, I apologize, guys. Um, 
here are a few thoughts around and signs that identify and can identify a need of diversity of thought, right? An injection of diversity of thought. Here are about six different variables. Feedback from the team um, where they're identifying and pointing out um, just issues, right? Like if consistently you're noticing your team members are just presenting you issues and you're finding yourself struggling to respond positively, aka having solutions to some of those issues. Employees' fear of taking risk are starting to increase. Sales are starting to plateau. Customers complain are complaining more often than ever. Um, employees' exit surveys, they mention a lack of opportunities to share new thoughts and new ideas and or via the exit surveys or via conversations exiting employees are having, they're mentioning to, again, whether it's a survey or they're mentioning it to fellow employees or leaders they respect, that they're leaving because of a lack of opportunity, a lack of an ability to really bring value to the team. And then the last variable, talented employees with high energy and great ideas are starting to drop off from a productivity standpoint. Those are six ways to identify that diversity of thought is needed inside of your company. And um, I wanted to share those because I think some of those are pretty tangible. Like every company, in my personal opinion, has one of those happening somewhere along one to three levels of their teams. Like every single company listening to this right now can admit that they either have employees that are that are fearful of taking risks, uh, sales that are starting to plateau, um, customers that are starting to complain more often, or talented employees with great energy and great ideas starting to leave the company, and or great employees that typically have great productivity, have their productivity uh, starting to plateau or even even decline. Um, every company probably has one of those factors happening. And uh, the remedy can potentially be baking in new thoughts, new ideas, new strategies, new processes. Thanks a lot.